Welcome back to the Positively Negative podcast. Where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of positivity in a world that can be quite negative. I'm Dalio. And I'm Tim Humble, and we're glad you're here. Hello, good morning, good morning, good morning. Wow. Uh, yeah. Are we here? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I need my mic. Okay. That's always like. Hello. Wow. Good morning. Good morning. It is uh, Thursday. Yes. I don't know. I we should we should do a count of what where what podcasts we are. I can't hear myself, but like if you can, I'm not bothered. Mm, okay. Ah, por favor. Do you have sound now? I have sounds. Professional. Professional sounding time. <sighs> yeah, we should do a count of what number this is, because I'm I'm curious if we're coming up to 100 or not. No, we're nowhere near that. Come on. No, maybe. nowhere near that. No, no, no. dreams? No. Well, all right. We're here. It is the... Ooh, I don't know what day it is, but we did some notes, and we had some talks this week, and I want to talk about them again with you. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> wow, okay. No, I think... Um, well, it, it started with like a quick a quick trip into town the other day, and we sat down for bre- a late breakfast. You went off to get coffee, mm. and these two people were speaking, like having this conversation next to me, mm. and... I was like so, I don't want to say it, but I felt so disgusted by it because, not because of what they were talking about, but just because it felt like it was such a waste of time. And I was forced in that moment to confront the fact that I'm extremely judgmental with when it comes to time. Right. So, and that's funny for me because if you, if you were to ask me, like, do you consider yourself a judgmental person? I don't give a damn what mm. anybody does. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And it's something that I so like grew up around, yeah. um, you know, like in the church and around religious people that I, I've, I'm always hyper aware of not never being that way. Um, yeah. but I really, really am when it comes to what I consider a waste of time and, um, what I, when I see people using their, <laughs> can I just narrate what's happening now? Phil's got the WD-40 out and he's applying it to his squeaky chair. Well, you, wow, you're saying about using and applying time. Maybe this is a great application of time. I mean, we, we always talk about, like, <laughs> fixing things, so why not fix it live? Wow. You know? Sounds good, actually. Sounds better now, right? Yeah, leave that out, because I'll, I'll fix the um. Oh, it's the trolley. I think it's when I actually sit down sit. on the thing, yeah. It's, I mean, it was 10 quid, so what do you expect? It was... Yeah. No, I agree with you. Time is um, time is precious. I think the older I get, the more I realise that um, my definition of what I think wasting time looks like is interesting. Um, I think we do a lot of things in life to keep ourselves uh, mentally focused and stable, and we're quite happy sometimes to expel time just because it's it's it it we need to tread through it to get to the next place. Mm be it um, more educated about our relationship with time or to, to step through something because we want to explore it and are intrigued by it. But, um, yeah, I just uh, there's just so many so many things in the world that you can do and be part of and see. Yeah. That why would you live... I feel like it's a limitation, limitating yourself by 
not giving yourself permission to explore that stuff. And I, I, I don't know if it's friends or if it's relationships or if it's other people or if it's just sheep culture or safety or whatever whatever it is for certain people is like people need to either belong to something or need to be, you know, uh, empowered or like inspired or, or constantly cosseted, you know, little tap on the back, whatever. Uh, you know, may, I don't know what that comes down to. Maybe, maybe it's an internal need or it's just a human condition it's just my brain maybe it's computers have done it this to this to me and it's it seems very emotionless but I'm, it honestly isn't is that there's just so much that you can potentially do as a human being yeah well i i totally like, agree like from um, the mystical standpoint of that same sentiment which is like you, what are the odds that you were born a human being on planet earth then multiply that times the odds of being a human being on planet earth with the internet mm. like that's all. Those are all the building building blocks you need to give me, to be like. There, there was a comedian who once was saying like they overheard somebody say they were bored, and it was like you're bored. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I can't remember the last time. I mean, aside from being a kid, where you don't have like access to your own choice of what you do with time. How could you be bored in but life? But you don't question those things as a kid because you think time's unlimited. Yeah, and for I think, sure. And I think as I, as I've got older, it's like. You know, not that I'm in charge of my time because time just runs through your hands like sand. But there's something ethereal that happens when you do that on the beach with sand. Is that yeah. it's funny how the correlation goes to time when you put yeah. it. You know, like, and it's funny also that computers, CPUs, are made from sand. It's like what the fuck? It's like some Whoa. kind of big connection. Some kind of big. We're all from the ocean. There's some kind of interesting silicon time matrix thing there. You know, like yeah. to take who was it who decided I was going to turn sand into? I guess they just did some testing testing in terms of how it held capacity or something. I have no idea, but well, like, yeah, I mean, and so in the same notion, like sand, if you don't form a proper like cup in your hand, will fall through the cracks. And yeah. so for me, like activities people life skills talents money career relationships they fall through the cracks sometimes yeah and that's okay like it's it's interesting how people will almost flock together with other people to feel safe you know yeah but 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 also then the topics never go outside of that it's well, kind of like yeah and like that's what really struck me and I, I really like I really don't mean to sound like this it was two women it was two that. women right yeah it was just two women and they were having this conversation about like yeah Johnny called me last week and he wants to know if I'm still with Rory and then Rory called and like <laughs> I just don't have time and like da 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 and ba 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 and when I hear people speak that way my brain does this thing where it it sounds like the teacher from Charlie Brown where it's like and I'm like and I don't know I sound like such a I sound like such a biatch just like criticizing these people but and it wasn't like it wasn't a criticism like oh I'm better than them I don't have conversations like that I talk about important things but it was about it, it, the contrast struck me of what other people use their brain cycles for. Yeah, right. That's different from what I use mine. And, right, and, right, right. And this is not, like I said, a holier than now because I use my brain cycles for brawl wars, like and video games and other things that they might think are, are stupid and, and a waste of time in their eyes. So, see, it's, it's, uh, I know it is subjective to a level, but I've never felt like more. I've never felt 
I've I've kind of feel okay with this type of being judgmental. Like we <laughs> coined this term, the temporal ethics committee, mm. because I think that if there's one thing you should be responsible for in this life, it's time. Mm. And maybe just even being aware of how you spend it is the first step mm. without even changing anything. Mm. I think a lot of people, like you were saying, because of safety and because of those things, I think those are driving human things, but I think 99% of people are not even aware. And so it's just like what you fall into and not consciously making the choices to, to do and say certain things and live their lives a certain way. Maybe, maybe it's an educational thing as well, because if they, if they had basic, I, I mean, I don't know. They've probably got like Facebook mobile phone. I mean, one of them was on a mobile phone. She was on Facebook, I think, but I think having the tools for the job as well, it's not like coming out of school and then learning to be an electrician or a plumber or like a service industry person where you just like wake up every morning, you get in your van, you go to the job. Like mm. I think with computer and digital uh, people is that they're multi-threaded, right? Yeah. A bit like the computer itself. They're like into a bit of that, into a bit of that, into a bit of that, and that kind of forms their decision-making. Like, oh, I'm interested in that, but, like, I'm going to do a bit of research into this coffee. And it's like, eh, I'm not going to use that coffee anymore because this plant, you know, this place over here had this, like, scandal and yeah, 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 and that. I'm not into their ethics anymore. Like, you, yeah, you, end, yeah. up, you end up processing lots of bits of data, and maybe a lot of people just don't. Yeah, maybe. But I'm not, I'm not mad at them. I mean, like, we need your average Joe in the street to go to Poundland to keep the economy, the GDP... You know, if if Johnny Boy needs to buy a hundred packs of one pound like tea bags every week, if that's his thing, because mm -hmm. he's flipping them on the local market stall, that's 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 a life. That's his time. Like, yeah. as far as he's concerned, he's you know flipping it, making money, whatever. But yeah, I think I think technology has fundamentally changed the way I interact with the world and people, and arrogantly so, selfishly so, maybe, but the it is my pursuit of wanting to explore time and life and all of its facets yeah and there is a fallout for that and the fallout from that is the the this almost self-elevated uh you know suppressed looking from the outside looking in that 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 i'm isolated in some way where i'm not like mm -hmm. I'm, I, I literally can get on a you know with the right resources i can literally get on a plane and fly somewhere in half a day in most places in the world and start a life mm -hmm. like literally who could do that in the like 1800s 1900s like yeah, you'd be on yeah. a fucking boat for like three months oh yeah like now you can get on a boat for three months and sort out fucking visas and banking and send money on the blockchain oh, in yeah. three seconds like we we have like so much i i think i think some people adapt better to change and some people just don't want things to change yeah you know like yeah it, it for, for them it's their maybe it was their their day out or their week you know once a week sit down with your best mate because you don't get a chance to do it because yeah yeah well she's too busy because fucking rory's on the phone trying to get the hook up <laughs> well right? that's the other thing i want to like preface is that like this is a very brief oh, snapshot, God, yeah, snapshot that i know yeah. absolutely nothing about these people i'm in, I'm in zero position to judge them but it, if you want to just take the snapshot completely out of context, that's kind of what it triggered in me was like this thought of being like, whoa, because we do get so like we do get so stuck in our own thing of what we're doing and what we're putting out into the world that it, I think it strikes me sometimes. 
I have always had this feeling of of being <laughs> feeling like Jane Goodall with gorillas in the mist. Not that other people are gorillas, but like that I'm I live amongst them, but I'm not one of them. Right. Type of a person, right. and well, that's that's not a better thing. It's just like I've never felt like I fit why, in. Why do you think she was up there? Why do you think she was in the gorillas in the mist? Because she doesn't want to be she down in the city. The- <laughs> she don't want to be in the city. She, she'd she rather those gorilla gorillas. Right. Than she'd, the ra- other she'd, city she'd rather hang around with those gorillas. She didn't just make a life of it because she loved animals. She loved gorillas, which I'm sure is a, just a, a no-brainer. Like yeah, yeah. some people have just got that like empathy of like, oh shit, we ne- I need to sort this. I'm good at this. I can do this. I'm going to go and do it. But I guarantee you she liked those gorillas more than people. But but don't you feel like sometimes walking around, seeing the way people go about things, not to say that... I used to. In my like, 20s, I did. No, not like just not to say, like, oh, my way is right and their way is wrong. It's just so different that I've always felt like, did I miss a class that they were holding somewhere? Or, like, did I not get the, did I not get the, like... Did I get a corrupt version of, like, the download file of how get to be a human? You get a TPS report. Like what? I'm so like I just I can't believe. Where does that come from then? Why do you, do you? It seems to be something that is following you and nagging you. Do you, do you, do you feel like? Do you feel like in some way, um, haunted by this like black sheep feeling? No, I don't. And then it doesn't even cause me insecurity. It ca- it it makes me feel like the world is such a huge place, which there is an overwhelm to it, but it's not an insecurity. It makes me feel like two human beings who are made of pretty much the same thing matter wise like blood bones mm. you know proteins carbohydrates um we're made of the same thing we were born in the same decade mm. we were uh you know on pl- planet earth on in two countries that speak the same language and if a alien landed from another another world they would be like, oh, those are two different species of things. That's, assu- like, that's, that's assuming that's crazy to me. No, that's assuming that that's what aliens give a shit about. Okay, I'm not. Assu- I'm, it's that's an expression. Like, if you had to explain, if you had, if you we had somebody come for oil water. who had no concept of what it means to be a human being, and you saw me or you, and then picked a random person from out in town or a random person from anywhere, like the the possibility for not only biodiversity but like. Interspecies so diversity is so crazy. So you're just overwhelmed by it. Yeah, I'm extremely overwhelmed by the fact that I I'm the same species as that girl who was in the who was like sitting next to me in the cafe and being like and Rory and this and that. I'm like I don't think I'm the same as that. Not that a, you, it's a better or worse no, thing. It's just like are, how you, can it be so different? You are you are the same as that, but like because we have little aliens inside of us driving the ship. We just might be more of a my gut bacteria. Yeah, we might <gasps> we we might have a Tesco superstore version <laughs> compared to somebody who might only have three people living there. This week we learned that your gut bacteria is like its own organism ecosystem, yeah. and it literally is. Well, I already knew it was kind of responsible for your overall health, but I didn't know that it's responsible maybe, for the thoughts that you think and your mental health. Maybe, depending on the amount of Rory's you have in your life. You you lose them. Maybe they're like an antibacterial. Maybe they just get fed up. Oh, like, oh. you're like a probiotic for me then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you made my gut bacteria better. 
<laughs> Print it, Hallmark. You can have that one for free, bitches. Oh, my God. No, do you know what I mean? It doesn't ever strike you that no. someone can be so, so different from you and you can still be the same no, species? No, I, I, I think... I just I just put that down to entropy, right? Like, I just... I, some people evolve... Have not found the cheat codes, but some people have evolved at a different tempo. Even though we're all, like, sliding into the precipice of the peripheron of a black hole somewhere on the other side of the galaxy, some people get get there based on, you know, food they eat, the exercise they do. Like, you've got, you've got to, like, logically in my brain, I'm like, okay, if I went in full tempo on, like, exercise and this and this and this, I know that that will change my brain chemistry, right? right? That would just change who I am as a person. Like, I'd be like, oh, shit, I've got to go after this, go after this. I've known people who've, like, run property developers. I've, uh, you know, like, uh, businesses where they sell houses. Like, right. I've met very, very intense people, entrepreneurs, like, incredible people doing incredible things around the world. Are they different from me? No. Did they did they focus on certain things more than me? Absolutely. So I just, I just think it comes down to, I think with your star sign, because you're so mystical, like you're almost like a, a you're almost like the guy out of, um, oh God, I can't think Looper? of it. No, no, no. The one, it, the one with the big sword who, who, who looks after the universe and looks out of the universe. Oh man. That guy. You know the from guy. From the Avengers? Yeah, the guy from the Avengers. You know, like the um, Thor, where Thor lives. Yeah. What's that place where Thor lives? Asgard. Asgard. So yeah. the Asgardian guy who's Asgardian. got the sword at the end, who's like <laughs> the Asgard. The rainbow of the universe is I pretty. Love That's that. you, Biza. Yeah. And you're like, oh, look at what's between. happening over there, and look what's happening over there. You just, you're, you're somebody that like people can pull into at 3 a.m. in Easy. Alpha Century, not like that, Alpha Century, and be like. Hey fam, do you know what's happening with Rory? Oh, she's, he's trying to get with that girl again. Like you're just, you're just, you're a conduit to that, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I think what's I... overwhelming is it's like you're trying to make a decision, and like, sh- am I any less, more or less informed? Um, should I think less? Should I, should I adapt more? Should I not question that I want more in yeah, life? Yeah, like, maybe it's that. I think I've always been the type of person who I'm extremely attuned to differences. Like, you know, remember remember the scholastic books where you would look at the two pages and be like, what's different from this page to this page? I feel like my whole life I'm doing that. But the, my second step where I probably take it too far is I'm like, then I try to figure out what that means. Instead of just leaving it and being like, it's just different, Dale, chill. Yeah, like, yeah. what does it mean that the girl on this side of the book has four buttons on her coat and this one has three? Like, so when I'm doing those comparisons in my mind and I'm noticing things out in the world... Um, I realize I sound like I might be one of those aliens who's just trying to figure out how to human on this planet. Like, I feel like I'm, sometimes I feel like I'm Johnny Five. Yeah, but those cycles... Just trying to absorb what what it even means to be here and yeah, but figure those, it out. You don't need, yeah, but those cycles get slower, I think. As you get older, like, those cycles get so so slow that you realize that those those having the answer to it is only the answer in that moment. yeah. And next like, year, you'll look at the same coat with the four buttons on and be like, that jacket is so unstylish. I can't believe I had an opinion on it. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, things just yeah. things just decay. So even if you, like, 100% fully complete your data set, it becomes obsolete. I'm, like, I'm writing a post about it this morning. A decade ago, 
I, I was at Mozfest in London and I got given that Mozilla Firefox phone. It still works today, which is staggering to me mm. that it still works. The battery still works. Phones don't do that today. They just Mozfest, don't. Mozfest, though. Mozfest, though. Best best thing I ever went to. Oh, my God. The most no wonder in, you use Firefox browser. The most intense open source nerds I've ever met in wow. my life. Like, do you use open source? You should use They were almost, like, bordering on, like, like a cult like very much a cult wow very much but like very cool and so this morning i've been looking at open badges again for like steam casting and amp steam and stuff because i'm like oh shit all of this time that that decision i made 10 years ago these open badges are cool i didn't i didn't have an application for it mm. i was like oh my god this will be the future yeah and that was a decade ago and now it is the future and i'm like and you got here i got here but not only did I get here, I got here with my pathway picked up blockchain and immutability, and I mm. want to I want to educate people about this. And now it's like, oh, I can use the badges now. That's like a perfect segue into into like my shirt situation that I, the the new T shirt that we designed for the yeah for the store. Like, I have a whole post that I've been putting off finishing off, but the whole like that was the whole really sentiment behind it, which is like you can sometimes go back and revisit things with your latest kit that well, were incomplete when you did them the first time like this design of the very first t-shirt i ever made i went back and redid it this is that the thing kind of like transformative process for me we always bring it up but gary is in and around so many people every day and he's constantly going over the same thing again but his biggest thing is patience mm. That's what it really is, is patience. Yeah, and if there's anybody who made it popular to preach that you have time instead of you're running out of time, mm. and people, like, he was the one who five, six, seven years ago was like, we're going to see entrepreneurs who are starting businesses at 40 and 50. Mm. And that is not a, that's not a popular sentiment in the startup world. It's like, you're 20? Okay, where's your business? Where's your startup? Oh, you're 30? Sorry, you missed it. I'm also seeing people at the top end of the food chain, like the sort of 80, 90-year-olds, having less, dying from less diseases. Yeah. All right, so the diseases that they are dying for, from are bloody severe and serious, but like... Compared to where that was forty well, it just years takes ago, more to take a human out these days, I guess. Well, there's just like so many more things have been discovered and and solutions found for yeah. it. So I I don't know. I just I guess when people I guess why we all sprint to it and almost probably sacrifice a bunch of things along the way because we want to get there because we feel like we don't have time or we're running out of time or we read the news and we like the planet hasn't got time. It's like mm. it's like everybody wants to try and cram it in. Like that's some kind of like what passport to the next world that when you when you rock up at the spaceport of the universe that you did as many things as possible. Yeah. You don't get to dictate that. You yeah. you, you you don't get you've already won the lottery and now you want to define how the lottery is spent. Like you don't you, we don't get that mm. we don't get that ticket. You know, we're more likely to go into an arcade and pull a ticket out of the Zoltar machine and be turned into fucking big than we are like yeah. getting to dictate how it unfolds. We just we we have to look at it as entropy and chaos and we just have to embrace it and mm. trust the little pilots inside who are pulling all, blah, 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 pulling all the little little uh, you know I should maybe I feel like we should like Communicate to the talk. biomes. Yeah, we just want to recognize for, biomes. for a second and be like in the morning, be like, Biza, that would make a great thank show. Thank you, little biomes. That'd make a great thank show you on little Twitch. Bacteria. A- my bacteria. A- ASMR for um, 
digestion. We are living in a bacteria world. <laughs> okay. And I am a bacteria Daria girl. girl. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I want to talk. I want to not talk to them. I do want to talk to them, but I want to learn that, more about them. But also that temporal ethics committee came about, I think, because we watched that, that, that program where the boy skips about with his family members who are all superheroes. Mm. What's the one we just watched? We just finished it, season one. Oh, oh, oh! The Umbrella Academy. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think there's, I think there's always you got to remember that certain things like stay with you. People, certain things that people said, certain bits of content you watched, and yeah, you, you apply imagination between that. Like, yeah, no, dis- like no disrespect, no, no disrespect. Like the girls next to us, probably great. Great women, probably doing incredible they things could with the last. Astrophysicists, could be. They really could be curing Absolutely. cancer, could and be. I just had to hear about Rory for ten seconds. Could like, be. I totally don't want to be reductionist. Right, but, exactly. It's, yeah. uh, it's not a judgmental. I mean, it's not a judgmental thing, but I truly believe that we all have our own like attraction. You know, like we we have our own auras and gravity. Yeah. And we're either pushed or pulled away from that. Yeah. And sometimes you get to the edge of that information, and it's like. I like this person a lot, this person a lot, this person, she won't shut the fuck up about Rory, I'm out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, uh, that's what I truly believe, is like, there's a slingshot of like, oh, it's so good being your friend, it's so being your friend. You bought an, a Datsun? You you really bought a Datsun? You have an Android? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it, no. then it becomes the group of Androids against well, Apple, yeah. doesn't it? Is but it? that's, okay, so, and that was another facet to this that was really, that <laughs> like kind of showed me more about me, which was that people have the things that they value, like, and that's informed by the way they were raised. It is informed by if they identify with a religion or don't identify with a religion. People, I think, build their own toolkit of ethics but mine what i the only right or wrong that i feel like i see is has to do with time and maybe mm. and that's maybe that's just a temporal thing for me at the moment but like having this concept of what is what is temporal ethics what does it mean to be responsible for your time in a positive way or using your time in the quote unquote right way uh, what does that mean for me as a human being? Because I can obviously identify what it means when I think I see someone using it the wrong way. So what is the what is the converse like? Well, that's an interesting question because immutability is completely fucked by temporal ethics. If you think about it, if today I write in a smart contract that I'm going to be a good person and I'm going to give to charity every single day, and then I go back in time before I made that smart contract. Mm-hmm. Am I cheating that future smart contract? Well, I don't know if I think temporal co- temporal ethics means I will be a good person over time. I think it means how do I utilize the power of time, and am I being hmm. am I being um, what is my moral code when it comes to my expenditure of time? See. Ethics and morality, they're bloody massive topics. Sure. And I don't have all the answers to those. Yeah. And I I actually also feel in my gut, maybe it's my gut fauna telling me that I shouldn't go into this topic because it'll end up just in a really dark place. Um, I feel like I've never been wanting to be one of those people who is so sycophantically obsessive about one particular thing in life that I just become the the person who who 
knows everything about that topic mm. but knows nobody. Mm. You know, like there's, that a, there's a swing. becomes like the pillar of their identity as a person. There's a, there's a swing, right? And at some sure. point you can look around and nobody else is swinging next to you. Oh, wow. You know? But you're still moving through time. Sure. So, uh, and you, you decided to take the time to actually sit on that. So, like, I'm always fascinated by retroactively looking back at my childhood through my child, through Ella, like the way that she gets excited mm. about, like, place. Like, she'll come to a place and the sunshine will be out and it will just flood back years of memories of, like, oh, this is a safe place to me. Right. And they'll go running off into the park because they'll remember that to be a certain place. Yeah. And I think we do that all the way through our lives, you know. Like we have, we have people we love and see, and don't see them for years. But it's just that's enough for me. Maybe as I get older, I, I just I sign off on a bunch of things. Maybe it's I feel confident that even though I might not have a physically achieved things that the system expects as or defines as success, be it numbers or name things after your name or plaques on walls or hospitals named after you not everybody in this day and age can define influence mm. it's not all trackable and mutable you have no idea yeah. if something you said or something you did an action uh, a reaction that you did in a place online in a piece of video piece of audio had a profound effect on somebody yeah. sitting on a plane at 33,000 feet looking out of a window at clouds. Like, you have no... Well, those girls sure as hell don't know that we dedicated an entire podcast episode talking about Rory. Rory doesn't fucking know. Talking about Rory. <laughs> Rory's out there fixing cars and replacing mufflers. Too many dicks on the dance floor. I'm just saying, like, it's true. And Too it's, many dicks You know, I don't, I don't know what the series of things that um, led up to me even sitting there even noticing what they were talking about. You know, I could have been in my phone or making notes or doing something else. So that is also overwhelming to me. <laughs> but not in a way that paralyzes me, just in a way that I kind of sit, almost in a way that like a sun rises where maybe you just kind of Maybe you need to work on your, of it. maybe you need to work on the BS firewall. Respect that, as in like, respect that it's happening, but filter the the need to have a a reaction to it. Yeah. So what so what I'm saying is is that you know, I use a lot of this like theory of of firewalls and stuff because it's actually been really helpful for me to to sort my thoughts out over the years. Like it's a bit like filtering. Like sometimes the world can feel like a DOS attack. Yeah, like the world can be just yes. like ah information all at once. It's like shit. Whereas, like, you can kind of either throttle it or you can slow it down so you still get the information but at a pace that suits right. you. So I kind of use a lot of the methodologies of the way that technology works and apply them to my day-to-day, year-to-year. Right. Everything. Friendships, relationships, work, right. career, the lot. And uh, I think when you... Uh, I know for a fact in my 20s, I, d- I had none of that. mm I, I, I was into everything. Somebody said, let's do this. Yeah, all right. Yeah, because you have like unlimited You assume energy. you do. Well, no, but you have the energy to feel like you do. Meaning like, you know, when or you're, when you're in your 20s. is it that we've just not had all the toxins in our bodies yet because we've only been around for X amount of years? Um, maybe our, maybe our, our bacterias were still like young and happy. Yeah, exactly. There's, a, there's a decay from how much energy you expel in the universe. Like... Push it. It's like that that uh, robots things and everything we watched on Netflix, where that woman, oh, love, at, that love woman, death and robots. yeah, the woman broke her arm for momentum. 
I know. Right? So she's in space. I've done that so many times on a metaphysical level. Right, she's in space and she needs momentum, so she has to cause a reaction by throwing... Snapping her frozen arm off and throwing it in the opposite direction. And throwing it to get the momentum. Yeah. So in some ways, that's that's life. So maybe we're all just like temporal amputees. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I wasn't. I, I really no, wasn't no, saying I get that. You. No, I think. I think but when, in a way, I guess so. You don't cons- when you feel like you have an abundance. It's like, um, you know, it's like how the market determines value. When there's an abundance of something, it usually doesn't feel valuable. So energy when you're a kid, or time when you're a kid, because there's a feeling of abundance there. But people buy into the validation of abundance, right? If 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 it's like, if a few people say it's abundant they're like you know whatever maybe but if hundreds of people start doing it if lots of people start, sure. it's a bit like mobile phones and iPads like all the all the people that were like I'll never have an iPad and now they've got them in the kitchen kitchen using it for cooking yeah they don't need it yeah it's just that everybody else has got one well yeah and also like your kids didn't really want to take the time to figure out what you really also, wanted it was an easier Christmas present also I don't understand this notion of abundance when 40% of the food in New York City is wasted like we can't right. we can't talk about everything every and so there's a there's a speculation abundance as well that yeah people, that's true that people put out we have more abundance than than ever before but some but we are operating in a scarcity mindset about it yes but when you're a kid like going back to the that example when you're a kid you just have that energy it's just there and it's there from when you wake up in the morning to when you go to sleep you have the mental energy that the dexterity like when i was when i was younger i used to say oh i wish there was more time in the day now i wish i say i wish i had more energy to use that time in the day because it's not about adding more hours for me it's about i get to a point where i'm just staring at my screen and my brain can't do anymore and mm. that runs out before the hours in the day run out yeah no, for I sure hate you. I hate you. so and i think that's why we're also we're so obsessed with like you you know you super deep dived into Notion this week into yeah. that little app yeah and like reorganizing things having files in a place where you know where they are that's that stuff has absolutely no value to when you're younger because you have the energy to be wasteful with your energy mm. I don't have the energy to be wasteful or flippant with my energy anymore I like when you, you notice how you drive in your car when you're when you're past empty and the little light is on you drive a lot different than when you have yeah. a full tank of gas that's true. <laughs> like you're pedal to the metal you just like let's go when you're driving with not so much gas and you're on your way to the gas station you're like you're taking turns real easy you're yeah but you're also speculating coasting. that maybe the people who designed it put a little bit extra in there like and i think people treat the planet <laughs> like that yeah i mean going back to that speculation economy um, when you're a kid and, and you get taken to a sweet shop and all you see is rows and rows and rows and sweets, you never think that you're ever going to run out of sweets. Yeah. And also your size as well. Your size right. in relationship to, holy shit, this is like, they'll never not be sweets. Well, do you ever go back to a place that you were... Yeah, you, of course. When you were, from when you of were course. little and you're like, this is not... This is so much smaller than I remember. Yeah. Like the house you grew up in. Like... I used to go to a magic shop every Saturday. Yeah. My dad used to drop me down there, and the guy was the freakiest guy. And nowadays, he would have probably had a, a like a child protection order on him or something. But yeah. that place, I felt like 
like Wonka's factory. I felt like that would never change. Yeah. Like I felt like that that guy would never leave. He would never die. Yeah. His wife will always be upstairs and always be the voice of the woman of his wife upstairs. I will never see her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She will always Those be characters. there. Like he and I actually felt like he was almost like sitting there waiting for me. And then, like in cryostasis, until I opened the door again. So you came back, yeah. You know, yeah, like, like Toy Story. Like, and every week he would have something new for me, and yeah. I felt like he was designed into my life in some way. Like, right. I would walk in and say, you know, like, what are we? Inter-? He'd be like, what are you interested in this week? And let me show you some of this. And what what was interesting about my relationship with this guy is that he loved magic and magic so much he was almost indirectly looking for people to carry that on yeah but you were a customer but right. but he had to run a business but the prospect of it like it probably really excited him yeah yeah he, was no, showing it, that. he didn't have children and it was, right. well it was obvious to me that he didn't it wasn't obvious to me but it felt like he didn't have children so it's kind of weird that you know he'd have this book and he'd give me this book and you know have a read of it while you're away and I'd go in there with five quid that my dad had palmed me off with, you know, go and get something, go and use your time in some way. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, go into that shop and there were those glass case cases in front of it and I would cascade my eyes over it looking at like, oh, maybe I should get the blood one or maybe I should get like the, the hand cutter and he would demo some things yeah. and show me how like to get the most value out of that object Mm-hmm. For the for the and mom, the money didn't even the money wasn't even a thing. But that's an like, interesting exchange too because your dad, in a sense, paid for hit for his own time exactly by tr- like you know getting you to go do something. Yeah. So like you know growing up around New York City, that that phrase of like time is money is like the really big and I didn't ever understand it. I always just felt somebody would say that to rush you along, being right. like you're wasting my time. Right. But when but the flip side of it is that once you have money. You can buy time back. Mm. You can hire people to do things for you that are taking time away from you. And when you when you start seeing currency, and then add crypto on as another layer on top of that, when you start seeing crypto and currency as a a way to buy and stretch your time or your energy or your effort, which are all multipliers of time, uh, that's why it's a powerful thing. Maybe all these places that we frequent and hang around in where normally we wouldn't never track that time, either gaming or blogging or art or whatever, once all of those things have got some kind of trackability to them, mm. you know, like Twitch streamers are on there for hours and hours on end, like there's there's hours of content, there's video there, There's you could run Dr. Disrespect's video library through an AI sentiment engine and be like, tell me about this person. Yeah, you could build another Dr. Disrespect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but that has that for the first time has a currency that can be can be used as data, yeah. which can then inform us as human beings. Like this is this is not necessarily this is what a rounded human being does, but instead mm. of having this melancholy thing about Cha- Shakespeare and like well he wrote all these books and it was like profound and you know he's eleven year old kid and he knew English better than anybody in the class and yada yada yada. We've got this, we've got this. Uh, imagery beautifully mm. beautiful imagery about who who our successful people are uh or what it is to be human or what it is to have like authority over language right well won't it be interesting instead of like the two girls sitting up next to us that in their news feed or their their facebook facebook feed they'll be almost like not measurements but like there'll be mood and sentiment and you know mm. artificial intelligence that are like 
you know, maybe you should do these things. These things will improve your health or your mental fitness or, you know. Yeah. And th so those conversations will probably just ebb away naturally. It's almost like a time broker. Right. Like the way that uh, the way that a stockbroker or a financial advisor would tell you, okay, hey, put a little bit of your money here. But, this is a but, good idea or whatever. But trust you know, is important. With time, though. But trust is important in those mm. realms. My dad used to push me through the door into that shop and be like, I'll be back. Yeah. Like he's trusting that the guy's not going to like yeah. do me in. Yeah. Like or, or, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't know him. Yeah. So there's, there's different things happening at different times. Now we're overwhelmed yeah. with the sheer frequency of this stuff mm. maybe it's just that for us maybe it's just that there's so many attributes so much metadata to life now well that's the problem and then once people start or engines start suggesting where i spend my time i'm going to be suspicious of that because who's paying for that engine to tell me to go over here and do this thing who does that benefit who stands to make money off of the you know the extra 20 minutes i'm going to spend in this shop over this shop or going out here like the only the only things that I find that uh, benefit me that don't that don't have an agenda behind them are nature spending time outside cooking making things with my hands like it's gonna be it's gonna be I don't know I think it's gonna be really interesting once those sentiment engines come online and start telling you where to spend your time because I feel like when you land on planet earth you're given this allotment of time but but also you don't know how much it is but you know you have some and then everything in life that we do is just moving it around on different exchanges mm. and getting a little back in the time of, uh, in the form of of money i mean the fact that i can be paid for a job and then go down and to the shop and buy eggs means that i didn't have to raise a chicken that saves me a lot of time you know i didn't have to raise feed and house a chicken in order to get those eggs so i'm I kind of run, you run around in life just exchanging time in different ways on different types of exchanges with people, with for entertainment, for sustenance, food, money, all the things that we participate in. And uh, I think, I think a lot like you're saying with this temporal ethics is maybe a philosophy of just looking at those things and making sure that they, that the balance sheets add up. <laughs> if you're going to bring it back to the money get the balance right as Depeche Mode said yeah I don't I don't know it just was a whole it was like a whole a whole way that my brain kind of fell into that hole and then not like I said not in a negative or panicked or depressed way it was just a different lens that's the cool thing I think about being alive is you can go to a shop and then walk out with I think like that, a, <laughs> I think there is a frustration with frequency right I think the more the more you're privy to things in life, the more you like, I mean, like the breads, right? We literally went from uh, changing our whole food cycles to like, let's deep dive bread. Let's find out about bread. How does it react? Like yeah. what, what, what is ghee and what is like imitation ghee and where do the source of like the, the raw materials come from for that? Like, how is that like sustain? Once you start drilling down into things in mm -hmm. life, that fr there's a frequency that like, your brain almost like adopts it's like okay now i know about breads but like you start applying it to everything yeah because your brain wants to continue that pattern i think of learning like and it, that's why when they say that motion begets motion like an object in motion will stay in motion an object at rest will stay at rest it's totally the same thing with your body your brain everything like if you activate a certain part of your brain and then you decide to close the book on that your brain is left being like okay what now like what next you know, waiting for like that next 
maybe source the, of stimuli. Maybe the girl's opposite. The reason why they were soundboarding that out to the other person is that they were just hoping that the other person would have another pathway for them. Maybe. Instead of it just being like, oh, such a... I mean, why tell somebody that sort of stuff? I mean... Well, I think there's a lot of reasons. Like, I agree. I think that people do use... I do. I use that as like an ENTP. Yeah. That's part of my... The way I process the world is like through conversations like this. Signal processing. Because there's something... When I have to translate my thoughts, which are just abstract shapes and pictures, really, into uh, the structure of a human language that I know that you can understand... There's a transformation there that helps me sort it for my own brain. So me actually taking my thoughts and putting them into words means that I have to go through this. This is over here. This is over here. This is over here. And then I can go back and refile that in my own mind. But I can't do that unless I have to, unless I uh, outwardly express it through human language. Otherwise, it's just thoughts and shapes and it's, it's just swirling around up there. Mm. <laughs> so that's part of how I... Can that's how part of like my file system how I how I can organize. And a lot of times I walk away from a conversation being like, yeah, I do feel that way about that. Like re- agreeing with myself and being like, oh, I found something new there that I would not have found on my own. In the case of Rory, however, I think people like talking about how they're desirable to other people, to other people. Mm. And I think that's a that is a soothing a self-assuring thing that people do, which is like, you know, people do it with in the startup community. Oh, you know, we got this much money from this VC over here. We got this and that. It's like, Mm. I think people maybe need to hear themselves, encourage themselves in order to feel like that's something that they need. Maybe they're not getting it from somebody someplace else in their life. Well, I mean, if you've missed out on roller skating, skateboarding and breakdancing, I can understand Uh, people wanting to try and find some level of cool in their lives. Wow. So that's it. Cool ended after 1988. Absolutely. And then then after that. But but again, it's like generational. It's like (laughs) if you say to somebody 80s were the best, and it's like, no, 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 the 60s was the best. Like everybody, uh, and again, it's that time period. And I think there is a sentimentality in feeling that you've lived out the best version that you could in that time frame. Well, maybe because maybe the reason why people are so nostalgic and so favorable about the time that they that they grew up in is because that was the peak of when they had that abundance mentality maybe. Of, of energy and time. Maybe. And so everything feels like it's okay. Like everything feels like it's going to be fine. You know, when when my parents probably were, you know, going through their lives in the 80s they were like dang I wish I could go back everything's so fucked now yeah. well Stranger Things has proved that if you think yeah. about it Stranger Things on Netflix with the music and the arcades and, and the and the fashion and the styling it's those, those are the most powerful things on planet earth is the the legacy and storytelling of and I think I think these days maybe your frustration definitely mine is that I need more depth well, it's very as somebody who lived through it, you can verify. Mm-hmm. Like if you if we were to literally go back in time and or if we were to go to an alien races museum of the human culture and go back to their 80s exhibit, you'd be like that's bullshit, that didn't happen. It wasn't like that. That shade of green is wrong. Like because you were there and you have so much more articulate data than somebody who's just seeing it from the other side and then just gleaming an idea a sense of it. I remember holding my white Nikes with the red flash like I'd found the fucking golden fleece. I'm telling you. It really, okay, 
all that said, and I'm fully playing into the fact that I'm biased, and it is nostalgia because everything did feel abundant back then because I was young, but it really was the fucking best. I feel your Fortnite can't touch the childhood that we had. Like, you, you can't. But then... We played outside with sticks yeah. and rocks and we got cuts on our knees, bitches, but, but and maybe, it was great. But maybe that's the closest that some people who work in those industries feel that they can do now. Do you know what I mean? Like, the tempo and the frequency of life has gotten to such a point that it's like, you know, I, I lived through the 80s, but I got good at the game development. They end up falling into being a designer or a illustrator or whatever. They're earning 100000 a year. And so they're putting their play and their fun into their work. Mm. And in some ways, maybe they are a more in sync, in free, you know, more in frequency human if they're looking at the world and the state of the world and they're concerned about their kids going out into it. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Fortnite self safe realm is is worth investing their 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 legacy into mm. because they'll never get back to that place. They'll never be able to create those that that environment again yeah maybe maybe some people are just really good at jettison jettisoning legacy and stepping forward into the new and maybe that's not a bad thing or are they running from something behind like and I ran. <laughs> I ran <so> far <laughs> away. i couldn't get away i don't know i think i do think that nostalgia is like the drug of the masses i i partake in it from time to time the, those feels that you get like from the styling of mm, something like mm. re- like the reason why Retrowave I think is so huge right now or um, or Stranger Things is like I just want to feel like it did when it was great and everything you know or it's like we'll sit and watch an old Tom Hanks movie when yeah. Tom Hanks is like you know his house is falling apart but it's like okay because they're all analog problems and he's you know he didn't get his Twitter account hacked <laughs> You know, that's a nice feeling for me to go back to those times. Oh man! So, I don't know, but maybe that's not a good—that's not a good use of my time. Well, this was a good use of our time. I enjoyed this. I did too. I expected it to be a clusterfuck because it started off like. Well, it started all... out with you WD fortying your chair. <laughs> yeah, but it's real. But it's real. It's real. I'm everybody's everybody's wanting authentic. I think that's one of the things that frustrates me is that. Hardware and machines and graphics and lenses and cameras get in the way of actually being human sometimes. Like, there's so many things I see where people are like, should I get this camera? Should I swap it for this? Where really they're just, they want an opinion about a a style choice rather than a substance choice. And that frustrates me because I know what substance is to me because I've lived through it. But uh, yeah, and I also think the. That the I'm very companies... precious. I'm very precious of maintaining that as well. If I think about it, yeah, yeah. But I think the companies have, as a marketing ploy, set up this. This is this camera is the barrier to entry to be this. That that's why people are so obsessed with that. Because mm, maybe. you know, millions of dollars has gone into set, putting out the vibe of well, you need this camera to be a real YouTube vlogger mm. or whatever. But like, yeah, get the WD forty out. I mean, let's go. <laughs> we got a bird outside. He's just he doing needs, his own damn thing. Way like he more does than 24/7. WD40. He do, maybe he does need some. WD40. He needs something. He needs something. But I did. I really did enjoy enjoy this type of talk. It, remind, it reminded me of the types of talks we used to have on Blab. I used to have talks like this when I was twelve on the bank of some grass on a field and just like talk about life and what I was going to do with it, and then did none of it. Wow. Happy times. 
positively right. negative. We had to bring it back there. It was a lot. It was too much positive, maybe for one podcast. What are you trying to say? I like you, and mm. I like your gut bacteria. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. You can support the show by heading to anchor.fm slash positive and clicking the support this podcast button or by checking out any of this week's sponsors. Subscribe to Positively Negative wherever you listen to podcasts and you can hang out with us on Discord by visiting smarturl.it forward slash talkback. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yay. Bye.